It's that time once more. It's Turbo Time. Turbo Drive Live. Here on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music. Music. Hey there, people. Welcome to Turbo Drive Live here on Sega Sonic Radio. It's me, Turbo, kickstarting your weekend here on SSR. Yes, I'm back yet again here for another week of randomness and uh, possibly boring intellect uh, as such in the gaming universe and uh, all that is geekyish. Gay. So I hope everyone's doing alright this week. Um, Some people have been having a good week. Uh, I have obviously been having a a decent week. Uh, Even more of a decent week because uh, I have now acquired a... uh, a device that I was skeptical of, yes, but uh, of course I haven't bought it for the right reasons. Um, I'm obviously talking about uh, the the um, 3DS, as I stated before in a, a previous show. It is a good system, I can tell you that, but um, obviously the 3D part of it, not my kind of thing. So I didn't buy it for the 3D. I just basically bought it because it's a new system, a handheld system that actually has very impressive graphics. And you know, fair enough. Graphics isn't all all that's all you know the main thing about ga- games and whatnot. But to actually see uh, games in that kind of like caliber on the DS um, is it's fantastic. So you know. Um, <clears throat> But of course, everyone's everyone's skeptical and saying, "Oh, you bought it for the 3D and whatnot." No, I didn't buy it for the 3D. I still think 3D is a joke. I still think 3D is not very effective, uh, and it still isn't effective to me to the games that I play. In fact, the game that I have for Turbo's first impressions this week is obviously gonna be a key factor of why 3D is pretty much pointless. And um, yeah, you know, I'll talk about that later on in the show. And of course. For some of you people who actually have added me on their friends list on um, the 3DS uh, friends list thingy, uh, then you will probably know what the game I'm going to be talking about this week. If you haven't, then fair enough. It's going to be a bigger surprise for you. So anyway, moving on for this week, of course, later in a musical break, of of course, um, we got Sonic News Rewind coming up shortly with uh, some of the biggest news stories happening in the Sonic universe and by god there are some big ones and it's like 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 literal literally you know platters of fucking news things I know I'm sorry but it's it's just like it's an absolute you know all you can eat buffet of news from the Sonic universe it's absolutely fantastic it's like you can you can probably just dine on it for days on end it's a massive. Anyway, uh, of course, later on in the show, uh, we've got tons of sh- tons of stuff uh, going on to talk about. So I'm going to be surprised how I'm going to fit it all into the one hour. But anyway, I hope everyone's doing all right this week. Um, uh, also, another thing I've been uh, kind of be- kind of been doing is going back to TF2 and um, been. Um, there's um what is it I I think I could probably talk about this. Um me and uh, a few others from Sonic Stadium and also um uh, uh, Emeraldcoast.co.uk and uh, Sonicrex.com 
especially from the Eon kind of like forums, um, we've uh, chipped in to put on, put on our own personal server on TF2, which is cool. And uh, of course, I'm supporting it. I'm I'm funding it. So, and it's it's great, you know. It's like uh, I, you know, it's good to actually just have a server that we can just you know uh, be part, uh, you know, just to have fun overall uh, together as you know as friends. Because going on to random servers, it can be a little annoying. It can just a little bit. So anyway, um, other than that, uh, what else? Uh, oh yeah, got one hundred one hundred percent. Trophies on No More Heroes, Heroes Paradise. It did take me a while, but it took me the weekend at least. But um, I got there eventually. Um, overall, it, it's it's kind of challenging in certain areas. And I did actually notice some one glaring glaring fact that I did not mention in my Turbo Source impressions last week, where the they actually cut the overworld map by about a third of what it was originally at because and I actually went back to uh, on the original to actually check if I was correct on this uh basically Santa Destroy a third of Santa Destroy of the open world map has been cut from the game it's it's viewable and it's viewable on the map but it's not accessible uh I'm talking about the area across the bridge now, in, in the original, there was actually two bridges, uh, one, near Naimo, uh, one near Naomi's uh, workshop, and the other one closer to the uh, the kind of like big big rank, ramp, I've forgotten what the location is, but there's a mission where, there's a part-time mission where you can just like jump off the ramp and go into sea and see how far you can jump, uh, jump into the sea. But, um, um, no, with... Uh, with uh, what was it? With the Santa Destroy Over Overworld map, to kind of to kind of like uh, add in the extra missions and whatnot, they actually took out half of half of Santa Destroy, which fair enough is actually okay because most of most of Santa Destroy was pretty much pointless. Although they did take away one of my be- be- best areas from uh, the original game, and that was the basketball court, the kind of like chain. Chain link fence, closed off uh, back basketball court. That was one of my personal free uh, free fight missions that was in the original, uh, and sadly it got cut. So yeah, but anyway, never mind. Um, it's still it's still cool. I mean, to to I mean I've checked it how many missions have been added uh, for each kind of like type, and uh, going back on it now, um, No More Heroes Heroes Paradise is actually. Um, even though it's got more missions, it's actually a lot more forgiving. Uh, definitely, definitely a lot more forgiving, in fact, um, than the original. Even though the original didn't have as many missions in in the game, it was still challenging nonetheless. And I did actually go through the game, and I only died once in the entire game. Like, actually, got a ga- got to the game over screen. Once, so that's how good I was to the game, and I came close to dying a couple of times, especially when I was replaying it on the hardest difficulty, which is bitter. But um, other than that, it's it, it was quite a breeze. So it's it's quite an easy one thousand. It's it's a easy one hundred percent and a easy platinum trophy to get. 
um, if you're looking for platinum trophies, when you know what to do, and it's especially that, and it does require a lot of replay value to it. Uh, the, the surprising achieve uh, the surprising trophies that I thought would be difficult, but they aren't, is the score attack trophies, where the gold trophy for score attack was to get, I believe, a total of 15 million points. I was able to get 20 million points with all the with all the fights that were available. I was able to get the get to the 15 uh, 15 million mark um with the with all the original bosses you could fight in the game, which is piss easy. Really, it is piss easy. So So yeah. Anyway, enough about my previous uh Total Refresh impressions. We got this week's to cover. So, let's go on with the show. And, um... Yeah, I've been kind of like, uh... Putting in some songs on my uh, 3DS to try it out. And, of course, like I said before, when uh, when I talked about it uh, on one of my shows, it actually does support MP3 files, which is fantastic, fantastic news. I can't... It's, it's like a dream come true. I don't have to deal with fucking conversion... Uh, you know, converting files into a stupid format. So, and one of the one of the key key files I wanted to put onto my 3DS was uh, some Crush 40 tracks and whatnot. And uh, Crush 40 is it you? Uh, which was uh, which was a new track from the Best of Crush 40 album that was released uh, last year, I believe it was. And uh, it's a very solid baff, uh, ballad, and it's really, it's a really beautiful song, and I really love. It. I love, I love listening to it, and I love, yeah, you know, if there was ever an instrumental of this, I would be singing this all the time. You know, it, it's fantastic. So um, here you go. This is Crush Forty. Is it you? Uh, taking us into Sonic News Rewind here on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio. Keeping it entertaining. Keeping it entertaining? That sucks. Anyway, enjoy. Right before me 
Rewind. Hey, people, welcome back. It's time for Sonic News Rewind here on Turbo Drive Live, only on Second Sonic Radio. So, yes, Sonic News Rewind this week has got a lot. It does really have a lot. Um, a lot more than usual. Which is good, because it's getting to the point where we're getting the news, we're getting the, we're getting the train a-rolling with uh, all the hard-hitting Sonic news that's hitting the webs. So, here we go. So, um... Uh, what was happening this past week? Uh, I think I talked about the 3DS, yeah, PC listings being removed and cream being teased. Um, now, the news stories about uh, a new Sonic game being created on a 3DS. Now, we already know that there is a 3DS Sonic game in the form of Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic Games. Uh, that's coming on the 3DS. It's not coming out on the DS. It's coming out on the 3DS, and it's coming out on the Wii. Fair enough. Um, but uh, Nintendo Power finally has uh, actually listed details in their upcoming uh, latest issue of Nintendo Power, obviously, of Sonic Generations coming out for the 3DS. Now, of course, there was speculation. There was obviously um, the listing. Uh, four Sonic Generations of a 3DS version being put on uh, uh, kind of like Sega's kind of like uh, financial report. Uh, then they took it off for the English translation, I believe. Um, then uh, Nintendo Power, conf- uh, you know, Nintendo Power was teasing a new Sonic game to be coming out on the 3DS. They had a big spread, a big spread for. Uh, Sonic on uh, their front cover, and then gets revealed that Sonic Generations is coming out for uh, the 3DS. Um, however, it's not going to be the same 3D. Uh, like, it's not going to be the same uh, Nintendo game, uh, like uh, uh, version as the console versions, like on the PS3 and Xbox 360. Um, Mainly, it's going to be a collaboration with Sonic Team and Dimps yet again um, to work on a, you know, on a so- uh, on Sonic Generations, which is essentially going to be yet another Sonic Rush game, essentially because it's going to have um, modern Sonic being in the same kind of like guys guys of uh, gameplay as the Sonic Rush games, and classic Sonic being well, classic Sonic. Probably more so as uh, we're going out on limb here, Sonic 4. Sonic 4 Episode 1 kind of uh, style as such. I don't know. But um, all the details is available from Nintendo Power talking about in bullet points what everything is going to be in the 3DS version. Uh, essentially, it's it's pretty much all, all going to be 2D. Um, there's going to be no kind of like 3D... Um, elements to it, which is kind of a sucky thing, mainly. Uh, well, mainly because obviously, you know, it would be cool to actually play as modern Sonic and actually have the camera angles off modern Sonic. You know, like being able to go behind Sonic and be able to run forward, and then obviously, and being as this, the Nintendo 3DS. I mean, obviously, you could use 3D images to have Sonic kind of like pop out of the screen and actually. Running on a track that's kind of like coming out of the screen. I don't know. 
Sega missed it. I think Sega missed an opportunity there. But um, nevertheless, people are going for it. Have at it. Um, right. Uh, Sonic Freeriders joins Games on Demand on Xbox Live Arca- uh, Xbox Live Marketplace. Although it's probably still ex- um, quite a silly price, uh, being that it's all the games on demand games are at silly prices. Um, I mean, you can get uh, a disc copy of the game here in the UK for 25 quid. Yeah, that's how bad it's gone. Yeah. Um, probably the biggest news that hit uh, this week for a lot of Sonic fans and a lot of people on Sonic, uh, Sonic Stadium message boards has been the announcement of the Sonic UK Sonic the Hedgehog Chess Collection magazine being cancelled. Yes. The Chess magazine, the Chess Collection magazine that was meant to have started back in April or probably May and we had no word from it at all for a good couple of weeks, a uh, good few weeks, uh, mo- ah, good few weeks, and then, out of the blue, the publication, uh, publication company who was uh, organizing it, couldn't meet demand, and thus gave up, and they didn't even get off the starting block, uh, they probably had a few copies of the first one done, and sent them out to random locations, uh, uh, you know, in random news agents and whatnot in the UK, and they gave up, which was real, which was a real letdown. And the reason, obviously, they couldn't meet demand. That, I mean, there's in the past, there's been some improper use of Sonic of the Sonic license. Uh, Sonic Underground is one such example. Uh, Sonic X, you know, well, well, four kids handling the Sonic X franchise, and also the the games, um, and various other outlets of Sonic merchandise, like I don't know, food items, maybe I don't know, but um, no, this this is the this is the bomb that uh, really hit. Uh, hit Sega uh, that really hit the fans this time. Uh, where we were so excited, we were so excited to actually have an actual chess collection, and there was a chess collection before, but it wasn't that good. Um, but this one looked promising, and then they just they just raised their head up, they raised their hands up, and it's like we give up, we can't do it. <laughs> Too much pressure. This we don't have the manpower. We can't do it. So yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty much like that. Um, I think I I I might be over exaggerating and trying to put a funny twist on it, but um, it it's kind of a shame how a company who wants to take a hold of a license like that. A very, a very strong license that actually has a lot of fan fan feedback, and 
you know, the fans were going to take this. The, the fans were in stride to actually be a part of this, and actually, they were willing to give their money, you know, to to get this. But in the end, they they couldn't deliver, and they couldn't deliver on day one, which is really really sucky. So um, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed in that. Um, what we got as a we are sorry kind of like gift um, was a free uh, keyring flashlight, which I personally think is a little lame on a personal standpoint. But at least, but on a professional standpoint, people are saying, "Well, at least you got something free out of it for your troubles." And you know, it's like, yeah, but it's not even Sonic related. You know, there, there's no so- Sonic marketing. There's no Sonic branding on the thing. Right, so nothing Sonic related. What I would have liked, and what I would have liked, and what a couple of other people would have liked, was at least having the one, the one chess piece um, from the from the collection. And of course, that would be Sonic because he was intended to be the first one to be on that list, uh, first one to be released on that issue one. But uh, no, we couldn't get that. They couldn't even produce enough of those and have. Those sent sent out. So screw it. But anyway, and of course, Sega will learn their lesson for not giving you know to not giving their license to very un you know kind of like a um uh like unprofessional companies who can't meet who. Don't see the the kind of like volume of how this franchise works, and uh, obviously couldn't didn't have the balls of steel to actually go on with it. So, yeah, it's that, and also probably like money constraints and whatnot. Because I would have thought it would have cost them uh, cost them a lot of money to try to get this all all on the ground, whatnot. But overall, yeah. Um, and finally, in Europe, in Sega of Europe. Uh, kids are running f- to in Run for S- Run Sonic Run, the initiative. This is the first I've heard of this as well, and uh, this has been going on for this past month, and it's it's essentially kind of like a fun run kind of like thing, uh, where Sega have you know set up with local schools in certain communities, uh, and local communities as well to have kids you know get kids running. Um, you know, and getting fit, you know, doing like, uh, you know, traditional kind of like fun runs and whatnot. And um, it, they even had like a, a professional adults uh, five kilometer fun run um, as well, so which is cool. Um, there is going to be more of this, funnily, uh, funnily enough, which is cool because it is, you know, it is leading into anticipation for the 2012. Uh, Olympic Games, and, uh, you know, having Sonic, you know, um, as a kind of like, uh, you know, the kind of like, you know, run, kind of like keep fit, running, kind of like motif and whatnot, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite viable, so, yeah, good on, good on for Sega. <laughs> so, it's not like they have anything else to do, um, I don't know, do something, or ever something Sonic, uh, something else Sonic related, in the summer. Off whenever, you know, just whatever. But uh, yeah, um, 
they got they got nothing else to help on my this yeah anyway um <laughs> that's that's that for uh uh Sonic News Rewind uh right a little other news that has cropped around uh in uh you know in the was it um I've totally lost my place. Um, oh yes, so it is second related. Um, with House of the Dead Overkill. Now this is the first I've actually heard of this. House of the Dead Overkill is getting a PlayStation Three port called the Extended Cut. Oh boy! I, it's, what is everyone just see, trying to find the, mar, the the kind of like uh, you know the marginal success of what Dead Space Extraction had? And it's like uh, hey, it's, it was a Wii exclusive game, but hey, what about we just released it, uh, port it over, add a little extra into it, and uh, pop it on the PS3 because that's got motion controls, right? You know, and um, fair enough, but. No more heroes. Heroes Paradise proves that you don't need you don't need to have motion controls to make it good. You can just put in a regular control scheme and it'll still work fine. I mean, the move controls are good if they weren't so bloody expensive. So yeah, but for House of the Dead Overkill Extended Cut, I. I really can't explain much with this uh, with this game. I mean, I don't. Well, I think it's still done by Headstrong Studios, who obviously did the original uh, Overkill. But what I mean, so far they've they've only really said that, that there's only gonna be like two new mission, uh, two two new levels, and I don't know if this is in both levels, but in one of the, they've said that. Uh, You'll be able to play as two, two, uh, two kind of like uh, strippers and whatnot. And it's like, I'm sorry, what? Uh, okay, I I love the kind of like tongue and cheap stripper kind of thing in Overkill, and of course I like that in um, Duke Nukem as well. But um, but did you really need to port this? Seriously. I mean, really, really? Did you really need to port this? Where's House of the Dead Four? It's like you could put House of the Dead Four on there, not a game that has already been on another system. It's like House of the Dead Four. It's there. It's in the cabinet. Take it out of the cabinet, put it on fucking disc, and put it in the bloody PS3! Because it's got motion controls in it! No! Morons. Um. I got no. I mean, Sega. You can port. Sega, you can port House of the Dead Overkill. You can port. 
Um, I'm, I've guessed you ported um, something or other. I, 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 I can't remember whatever other ports you've put on from one format to the other. But if you can port House of the Dead Overkill, you can re-release, like, age-old... You can either re-release age-old uh, um, kind of like titles or complete a new, uh, you know, complete do a completely new new one altogether. Um, great examples. Obviously, Voluptuous Spy put down one. Uh, Nights into Dreams. A port of that would be cool. I mean, still, you know, it's like a, a you know, Nights into Dreams, 15th anniversary, you know, it's, would be great. Having a port of that on 360 or PS3, ten quid download. Nah. Um, what else? Skies of Arcadia remake, new game in the series. I was like, uh, like you did Legends, fair enough, but how about an actual predecessor to that game? It's like Skies of Arcadia two or. Uh, uh, Arcadia Knights. I don't know. Just you know, it was a great game. The, you know, um, here's something that I can mention to Capcom: Power Stone Three, Power Stone. Everyone forgot that series. I mean that that's a bloody good series. Uh, anyway, um. I just don't know. I don't know why Sega are doing this, and I don't know why they agreed to actually put uh, uh, you know um, House of the Dead Overkill just add in a couple of little bits and put it on the PS3. I mean, it could work for No More Heroes because No More Heroes, our UK version, was censored. And it justifies that. Um... But for House of the Dead Overkill, it wasn't censored in any way. It was uncensored. It was probably one of the bo- it was probably one of the most gorgeous games on the Wii. Uh, bar that of um, Mad World and uh, Dead Space as well, and possibly Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evil Four, or Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles, or Dark Side Chronicles, or whatever. But um, So yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's it, it's just something something to think about. Like you know, it's like why why make it? I mean, you should have just make a sequel rather than a rather than a port of House of the Dead Overkill. You should have just made a sequel of House of the Dead Overkill, called it House of the Dead Overkill Two, and put it on the PS3. If you wanted to put a House of the Dead game on the PS3, you might have as well put a sequel or make House of the Dead 4 on the PS3. It would have made a little more sense. But no, to take another game and just sprucing it up a little bit and putting in a couple of extra stuff and putting it on the PS3, that's stupid and that's lazy. That's really lazy. That's a waste of money. It is quite quite a waste of money. So, um, but anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself, or I'm rambling on even. So let's get into Torpor Source Impressions 
very quickly uh, with 3DS title uh, for tonight. Um, but yeah, so in hindsight of House of the Dead Overkill being put onto the PS3 uh, with the extended cut, here is G's theme from House of the Dead Overkill. So enjoy and see you in a few minutes. So this is Turbo here on Turbo Drive Live for you here on Sega Sonic Radio. Doing it well. Kinda. They call him only G. His identity, a mystery. You ever going to tell anybody what the fucking G stands for? No.
Hey there, people. It's time for Turbo's First Impressions here on Turbo Drive Live. And I'm going to be very quick with this, obviously, uh, because I've only got about 15 minutes after the show. Yep. Anyway, so, yes, now you all people know that I have a 3DS, and you're probably wondering what the game I got for it was. Now, there was a small... There's obviously still a small selection of 3DS titles uh, available. And, of course, one... That's going to be coming out soon, later next month, will obviously be my primary game that I want to get. And uh, many people, you probably know what it is, I know what it is, everyone in the world should know what it is. The one 3DS title that everyone wants to get for the machine, because it's possibly, in many people's eyes, the best game ever made in history. Now, um... But in the meantime, I'm pl- I'm playing obviously a game that came out the past week, um, that uh, obviously is a little different, just a little different, and it actually provides good purpose for the graphical power of the 3DS. Not so as the not so much as the 3D aspect of the 3DS, but the graphical power of the 3DS, at least the graphical power. And I am talking about none other than the recently released Dead or Alive Dimensions. Boobs. So, uh, yes. Dead or Alive Dimensions. Boobs. That uh, obviously is very uh, famous for many uh, characteristics in its fighting series. Boobs. Uh, Including ninjas. Boobs. And uh, uh, fighting tournaments to the death. Boobs. And... um, uh, you know, ever gripping storylines, boobs. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I I think I must have uh, a slight form of Tourette's there, boobs. Sorry. Anyway, anyway, moving on. <laughs> With <clears throat> so yeah, Dead Alive. Everyone knows what Dead Alive is mostly about, pretty much. So, but of course, this is the first Dead Alive game that does does not involve the original creator of the series, because everyone knows that the original creator, and I've completely forgotten who the guy's the guy's name is, um, he's with another company now, and he's, you know, he's he's making his own game, uh, 
totally forgot what it was. But um, uh, he's now offered the project, and now obviously with Denali Dimensions, they've set to kind of like set what this storyline of the entire series is all about. Uh, being that um, Dead or Alive Dimensions is pretty much a retelling, and it's pretty much doing the same same style as what Mortal Kombat has done. They're doing a a, a structured story, uh, like a structured story tell of the um, of the entire well, the main canon that is part of the Dead or Alive series, starting from Dead or Alive One. From the kind of like uh, from the events before Dead or Alive, uh, the first Dead or Alive, right up to um, Dead or Alive Four, um, and its end and its final ending, um, right right across that pl- uh, kind of like time frame of uh, those four core games from the series. So Dead or Alive, Dead or Alive Two, Three, and Four. Um, obviously, I didn't start the series until number two, so uh, but. Number one really didn't answer any questions either. You know, it didn't answer any kind of like uh, like uh, any kind of like story plots or whatever. Uh, the only thing that you really got from number one was the whole best basis of like you know um, like uh, there's a tournament. It's done by this guy who has this other guy who's a super powerful ninja fighter guy and. You, you basically just have to defeat him. Simple as that. But then obviously number two came in along and actually started to put in a, a, a structured um, a story story point to it. And then obviously it carried on to right up to number four where obviously uh, we actually have a branching story. But of course, many people would be confused at what the story is all about. So that's why Dead or Alive Dimensions is around. Where it's co- uh, chronic... Is it Chronicle? Uh, uh, Chronicles mode um, actually structures in a in a five chapter structure of what the whole what the base what the the main canon story is uh, of Dead or Alive. Pretty much from from one to four, it tells you the 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 apps you know the the actual storyline that Dead or Alive. Uh, that that's Dead or Alive's core structure and, and core stru- uh, core base premise, pretty much. Uh, so anyway, um, does it does it do it well? I think it actually does. I mean, it, it explains a couple of things a little better than what was being tried to explain in several several cutscenes from. Say the Dead or Alive Ultimate, uh, uh, like Dead or Alive and Dead or Alive Two Ultimate, uh, from the Xbox tried to do because there was a an intro, uh, 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 cutscene in the second game, uh, or the the second game of, of Ultimate that kind of kind of like told the story of of uh, Hayate. Kasumi and Ayami, um, how their lives were from the beginning as children and as time went on, and Ayane knew her knew the truth and um, whatnot. So, and how and how all the kind of like aspects led to the first game, but of course it didn't really actually tell you 
in greater depth of what these characters were still, you know, what these characters are doing and whatnot. So anyway, um, and then obviously Dead or Alive Two, you know, had its own, you know, had its storyline and whatnot. And it raised some questions. Three even raised even more questions, and four pretty much ended the. You know, it gave you a kind of like a solid storyline of what whose story this game, what the games are. Uh, you know what what story, which character are is the actual character we should be actually following in terms of kind of like the main plot, but um, still people were confused. So that's why Dead Dead Light Dimensions is around. Um, other modes, uh, they've actually changed it up a little bit. Uh, arcade mode is is separated into six six different arcades divisions. As such, um, I mean, two. I think. Well, you unlock each one as you complete them, and uh, they get progressively harder as you un- uh, complete each course. And um, and then there's only six available, but they go from easy to normal and then hard. Simple as. Um, there is also a survival mode. Which is a little different from previous incarnations of the survival mode. Whereas in previous incarnations, you just basically go through survival mode and just keep on going through, uh, keep going on going through everyone until you got you got to 100 wins. And when you got 100 wins, you get uh, you know special goodies, I guess. But uh, no, in survival mode for dimensions, it's separated into different kind of like. Uh, uh, kind of like mission formats. So obviously the first one is defeat 10 enemies. Next one's 20. Next one's 30. Next one's 50. And and so on and so forth. So, yeah, until obviously you've completed them all. Um, there's also a tag challenge um, mode where you're either in, you're in a tag team uh, in a tag team where you choose one character and you choose another character that's run by the computer and um, you either have one or two pe- uh, pe- uh, two opponents to defeat uh, in the game, uh, in the the challenge. And I believe you are given li- you're given lives for uh, for your own team. So if obviously one of you go down, obviously that's not them out, but. Um, you know, it'll drop a life and whatnot, and you're given three lives from what I from what I recalled. So uh, yeah, um, I don't know if you can customize it. I'm not one. I haven't tinkered. I haven't tinkered around the the, the settings for modes such yet. Uh, the only things I've have been able to change has been the system voice, pretty much. So um, other things in the game, you do. You do get extra costumes as you progress certain areas in the game uh, with certain characters. Uh, you do get these kind of like figurines that uh, you can collect by not only uh, completing certain as- you know, like certain things in the game, like certain modes, but also uh, with the 3DS's function where you can get uh, 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 coins while kind of like going out on walks obviously for every what was it for every 
was it for every 1,000 steps you take? Well, for every 100 steps you take, you get a coin. You know, whatnot. Uh, which, by the way, it's actually quite buggy. Where you can actually get all the all the recommended all the recommended 10 coins uh, for for just riding the bus or riding the train because it just detects mo- like motion. You know, and of course, when you're on a train and you're, you're or you're on a bus, you're shaking all the time, and it obviously registers as steps. So it's kind of a, it's kind of funny that. Um, so that's a big bug. But so so you can get so you can get your daily amount of coins in in near minutes, in a thirty minute journey, in fact. Um, but yeah, you can use those coins to unlock uh, costumes uh, and or um figurines uh from the showcase uh you know figurine showcase and you can t- you can take pictures of these figurines that predict predict uh, uh you know have have like characters in different poses and different outfits and whatnot and each character each character and has their own kind of like uh, list of uh, you know kind of like stuff so yeah um, online play. I have played it online. Uh, there has only been a couple of moments where I've noticed slowdown to it, but other than that, it's actually a decent fighting. It's actually a decent fighting online mechanic. Um, really good, actually. I'm I'm very surprised. Um, the only thing I recommend is don't play it with 3D on. It is slow as Hell, you have to play it with the 3D off. I'm serious. It's like the animation is much smoother. Um, you know, it, it's not. It's 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 pretty much running at 60 frames per second with the 3D off. If you put the 3D on, you're slowing down the game. It actually slows down the game, uh, bringing it down to 30 frames per second, which is really annoying. And for a fighter, I want to play at the high, highest frame rate, so that way I know that my moves are actually, you know, as fast fast as I want them. If I'm playing it on 3D, in, in you know, in in 3D mode, it's got it looks bad. It really does look bad. So it, th- and this brings me back to the point where 3D is overrated, and it clearly shows with a game like Dead or Alive Dimensions, where. You don't need 3D to actually make a a great game. As long as the character models are actually very good. And by the way, they are good on the 3DS. They are really good character models. In fact, they're probably as good as... They probably match the... uh, the, At least the Dead or Alive 3 character models. If not, the Dead or Alive 4 models. And those two games are bloody good. They're bloody good kind of like... uh, you know, visually in terms of gra- graphical design and also, and the uh, the FMVs that were taken from other games like Dead or Alive Ultimate, uh, uh, Dead or Alive Two Ultimate, and Dead or Alive Four, all the cutscenes, uh, 3D cutscenes, uh, like, like CG cutscenes that are taken from those games, look good on the 3- 3DS. Probably with, I don't know if I've it's it looks good with the 3D on, but they are pretty much a straight straight like you know. Uh, like you know, convert like converted right from there. It's just they literally just lifted them from those those games and put them into put them into uh, dimensions. In fact, they actually um, do 
do have in-game kind of like cutscenes that are just just as good. Some, however, depict the characters interacting with each other, not moving and not ha- having their mouths talk because obviously they can't they can't have every cutscene a movable cutscene. But when the characters do move in cut cutscenes, when they actually do have in-game proper cu- in-game cutscenes, uh, it it works. It's pretty much gone for the same style as Bayonetta, where in Bayonetta you had a couple of you have a couple of uh, you know cutscenes where it's in-game cutscenes and the characters are moving, but then in other uh, instances of uh, cutscenes, no one's moving and it's just it, it's everyone's moving and they're talking, but no, their lips aren't moving and whatnot. So it's kind of like that kind of like style, and it works. It does work, you know, especially for a fighting game because obviously not many people like to sit down. You know, uh, look at tons of uh, cutscenes. But for dimensions, it actually works. You know, it's not always like, you know, we're moving about, we're talking, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, we could be styly, though. So, um, the only other thing, the only other thing that I kind of like had a gripe with where was, <laughs> and this, and you're probably going to laugh at this, it's the instruction manual. It's printed sideways. Who in their right mind, prints an instruction manual sideways. Like, you have to turn the instruction book on its side to read the game, uh, the, the game's instructions. That is silly. That is possible. I can't remember a game from this day and age having an instruction book like that. I cannot, I cannot remember. If it was, it was probably a DS game. But really, really, do you really need to print an f- instruction book on it that I have to put on its side? This is, and I'm telling you here, this is just as gripey as what Linkara has uh, problems with when a two 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 page spread has to be put on its side, which is really annoying. And I can agree with that, but it's just as annoying if the whole entire book is a two-page spread with text, you know, you know, up and down the page, you know, it, it, that's annoying. That is annoying. So, anyway, um, overall impressions, Dead or Alive, uh, Dead or Alive Dimensions. If you've gotten Super Street Fighter 4 on the 3DS, give Dimensions a shot. And if you're new to the if you're new to the Dead or Alive series, uh, and you pretty much don't know the, the whole kind of like story premise of the game, this will help. This game does actually help you understand a little bit more of what the story is behind the Dead or Alive series, instead of watching that god awful film that was released. It, you know, the film did, does no justice to the sto- uh, to the game storyline, while Dimensions actually gives you a proper damn storyline to actually follow. So, yeah. Anyway, and that is me. So, uh, yeah. If you got a 3DS, get it. If you are go- if you don't have a 3DS, at least make this your first title. Uh, if not, wait for, the, uh, wait for the number one game that everyone wants, uh, essentially, to come out in June. And everyone knows what I'm talking about, and everyone knows, but I'm- if you know, you'll keep it to yourself and you'll know. Anyway. Right, so that is my uh, show for tonight. Thanks for listening in. Uh, I will be leaving you people 
Now, of course, last week I totally didn't get what, why people, uh, what this uh, one person actually, uh, uh, kind of like, you know, requested uh, the end of the world, and and I was kind of like, you know, I didn't get it, and it's like, I didn't, I don't know why anyone wa- wanted to do that. And then, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, what with um, totally, totally lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, the end of the world. Apparently, it was it was said that doomsday was upon us. Uh, last week, uh, in fact, last Friday, was it last Friday or last Saturday? I can't remember, but um, yeah, I was totally oblivious to it. Yeah, did not care two shits, <laughs> and, and frankly, it it was kind of like far fetched, really, in all honesty. So, but anyway, uh, right. So with um, requests for tonight, we have. Got uh, Seven Forest from um, what was it? Sonic Shuffle, which is um, you know, uh, uh, you know, an obscure choice, but nevertheless, I mean, of course, Sonic Shuffle soundtrack, uh, so- Sonic Tru- uh, Sonic Shuffle music tracks aren't you know played that often on shows, so you know, to each their. To each their musical taste, and I say, I I commend them to that. Uh, Then we have uh, Red Hot Skull from Red Mountain, Red Red Mountain of from Sonic Adventure. Um, And I'm also getting a question from a listener saying, uh, "Do you get your tunes from Shadow of a Hedgehog?" No, I get them from the TSS Media, uh, (laughs) the uh, TSS Media Portal. So. That's where I get my. Uh, that's where I got my music from. Thank you very much. Uh, which is part of the SSR SSR network. Don't forget, check out, download, Turbo Drive Live, Turbo Drive Live, Turbo Drive Live uh, Next Generation Podcast folder. Yes. Hmm. Uh, and we'll end the show off with Final Rush from Sonic Adventure Two. So. That's your selection of songs to end you uh, end the night of Turbo Drive Live this week. Don't forget to check out uh, all the shows later this weekend, including on the Sunday you have uh, the Sonic Hour, hopefully at 6 o'clock, and uh, Radio Redux on, uh, straight after at 7 o'clock. And of course, uh, be sure to... Um, check out what was it? Uh, Mock the Geek on Radio Sega at nine thirty. Um, uh, on the Sunday, which is also repeated on um, you know, at uh, I believe it's ten. Well, nine o'clock, eleven o'clock. Sorry, or half eleven or something. I can't remember, but uh, or half ten. I think it's half ten on SSR as well. So, 
Um, don't forget. So, yes, that is me for this week. I hope you enjoy your re- weekend and I hope no rapture or rapper, uh, ra- rapping rapture, roof, roof, roof thingies happen to you. It's it's kind of weird. I don't, I don't know. It's like rap, the whole rapture crap. It's bollocks, absolute bollocks. But anyway, I will see you all next week, same time, same place. Here only on Sega Sonic Radio. This is Turbo for Turbo Drive Live. Signing out. Enjoy your weekend, people. Ta-da.
Thanks for listening to Triple Drive Live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music.